Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Third Thursday Podcast with your hosts, Harry Ozarek and Ben McEntee, where we hope to connect, encourage, and equip student ministry leaders of today. This is a resource provided by the Rocky Mountain District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Please hit the like, subscribe, and share buttons to help others be connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. So this, uh, this month's January's call is about thriving through the winter doldrums and just ministry gets tough this time of year in some places for some people, just for a lot of different um, reasons. And so what we wanted to do tonight was just kind of share a couple of things that we've been talking about as a team. And one is, is being aware that how this affects us differently. It, it's going to affect the youth leader a little differently than maybe the volunteers, and it affects the students differently. Um, and it affects different places. Um, you know, so there's some places in our district that are much colder and uh, darker and longer. <laughs> and and those, those places uh, have a different experience, maybe than places where there's a lot more going on or just even the, the, the demographic um, of what the group is, is made up or the size of the group and all those things kind of play into each other. And so one of the things that we wanted to just say from the outset as we think about this topic is just the idea of being able to, to know uh, who your students are, what your kind of culture, what your feel is, and just being aware of that. Um, but there are a couple of things, and Ryan and Ben and Harry are, are going to share uh, something each as we go on, but I wanted to just um, remind us, maybe this is going to sound really um, hyper-spiritual probably, but in these times where, where we're tempted to just be discouraged or to press through, that this is really an important time to be seeking the Lord in his word and, and in prayer. Um, and, and, and I know what that, that sounds very cliche, but you know, it's one of those things where something's only as valuable to you, uh, as when you really need to lean on it. And, and these are the times when, um, there's a proverb that says, uh, uh, if your strength falters in the day of adversity, how small is your strength? And, and I think about that with regard to, you know, if we say that we have faith and we're following the Lord and then. And then something difficult comes and, and we, we don't actually press into him and his word that that's actually that says something. And and so sometimes these these times are, are, are difficult to want to do that. And I was thinking about a, a, a psalm, one of my favorite psalms, actually, Psalm 73, um, that, that is just a psalm about someone being frustrated with wicked people. And just like, God, it just seems like these people are thriving and everything is going good for them and nothing happens bad to them. And like, here I am, like, what's the point of me even being good and faithful? And it's not the exact same parallel as, as, as going through a difficult, maybe seasonal time of ministry. But there's a line in here that I think resonates really well and is very applicable. Is at the end of his kind of ranting, if you will, to God about why have I sort of kept myself uh, loyal to you in vain? Um, he says, you know, when I considered all of this, it just seemed so difficult until I entered the sanctuary and then I saw their end. And this idea that, you know, this, this chaotic, frustrating, like we're trying to gain perspective and all of this is hard and it's discouraging. But when I went into the sanctuary, when I went into the presence of God, when I got alone with the Lord, all of a sudden you can almost hear the psalmist say it was like this aha moment of like, oh, now I see. And, and it was just my thought as I was thinking about as we kind of have to push through some of these months uh, where we have, you know, nine hours of daylight or whatever it is. 
um, that, you know, as we think about not just getting through, but what would God even want to do in this time? Is there something that, you know, we don't want to just survive these and get to the fun summer months. We actually want good things to happen and we want to see what the Lord wants to do in this, but it, it actually is going to come as we are, are in his presence. And so I just wanted to kind of open our discussion tonight or open this time with this idea that this is the time to really seek the sanctuary. This is a time to put the other things aside, to take our eyes off of what's around us, that things might be discouraging us and really just press into the Lord and say, Lord, we're going to start all of this in your sanctuary that you can help me see the perspective that, that I need to have. And so um, just as we think about how, how we thrive through these things, the things that we can do, some of them, are, as you can see, are super practical. This is just the first one. Um, and then, uh, so Ryan, why don't you take the second one? Uh, just what's a practical way that we can kind of lead to this? Totally. I agree with what you're saying too. There's such a unique soil to this season that we can cultivate. And when I think about summer, you know, or whatever season it is in youth ministry, it can, you know, there's plenty of busy seasons. And this one seems to be kind of consistently and uniquely uh, positioned a bit differently. And I think that offers an opportunity, like you said, Chris, not just to survive, but how do we really press in with what it remains here for us to kind of cultivate? And I think, you know, anytime there's sort of um, less of a flurry of activity, because I know for summer, that's that's what it seems like often is there's a flurry of activity. Um, there's also the opportunity to kind of press in and to go, what what's here and what opportunities lie here? And so um, one of the really practical um, questions is just, what are our goals? Um, you know, do we have youth ministry goals that we can revisit either in the sense of a year or even in a mission statement that can be revisited in these months to be able to offer some unique perspective for what it could look like carrying out in you know sort of these winter months um these months can often without goals and vision feel like you're just kind of floating around and it's um you can kind of get that feeling of uh you know purposelessness and we're just in the grind and so revisiting those can be helpful as a leader so that you're positioning yourself and your leadership from that place but i think it's also helpful for your students that you're leading to also be communicating what it is that we want to be about or where we're growing. Um, revisiting those goals with your students can also help them not feel like they're floating along, but that there's something that's happening in these months that we want to give attention and focus to. And I would just say, you know, in, in terms of the programming piece of things, um, you know, having something to focus on rather than, you know, just the normal youth group ministry, thinking about what opportunities are there for outreach or service, or maybe we need to have a fun night as a community because we're just kind of clicky and we need to, you know, bridge those relational gaps, you know, discerning what is it that our group needs in this season and how can we kind of press into that by providing an opportunity for us to focus on one of those um, things together. Um, I really think a great way to also invite the students into this is to offer it as a question to your students and just saying, hey guys, what do we want to focus on this season? Hear from them. They have a unique perspective and a valuable perspective. And one of the things that will help this season feel less like floating for them, because it's it's a struggle for them to be engaged. Often they're in school under fluorescent lights. It's dark and they're not moving a ton. And so they can start to get checked out. And so 
um, one of the ways to keeping them engaged, just giving them ownership for the vision and mission that you have in your youth ministry and helping tap into their ideas. What is it that we want to do in this season um, with that mission and vision together? And so um, you might invite that in the form of a night where you guys just have some collaborative discussion and say, hey, we want to do one thing in these next four months together. What can we do? And, you know, opening it up in that way will allow them to feel included and um, able to just say, yeah, this is uh, when I show up on whatever night of a week it is that you meet, this is my place. I have some ownership here. And so that'd just be a way to um, kind of give some focus to the season is, is by revisiting goals, missions, and vision and including the students in that. So Harry's got the next one. So I'll give it to you, Harry. Right on. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, I appreciate all that insight on setting goals. Um, the next one that we wanted to, to share with you all is prioritizing personal growth. And uh, you may have heard a variation of this saying of it's difficult to lead someone further than you've gone yourself. And so uh, during these months, uh, I think uh, many people um, that I've witnessed, as well as myself at times, really struggle um, to find that self-motivation and things like that um, during this time. And so uh, we wanted to highlight this piece. Um, it's one of those things that I think sometimes can get kicked into the side drawer and uh, we're just, we need to get this stuff done. We need to get these, you know, things on the calendar finished, or we got to start planning for this next thing. And this idea of us being healthy and strong um, kind of slowly falls to the wayside and crops up its ugly head. A lot of times I think around this, this period of the year where you're maybe a little more impatient um, maybe you're not feeling as much peace as you were, uh, when you had kind of everything, you know, set, um, and you had a lot of energy and things like that. As Chris mentioned, you got eight, nine hours of, of light in the day and you feel like you just woke up and fell back asleep without even seeing light. Um, and like you went to your office or you went to go study and then you come back out and it's dark already. You're like what in the world? Um, and so one huge thing that that I would want to impart on all of you is um, to be in your word and to be praying. And that sounds like a duh, right? That's one of the biggest does of of being a Christian. Um, but I highly encourage you if if you're struggling with a um, with a habit of doing that in this season, um, to reach out to some of your other volunteers, to reach out to your pastor, um, and so on. And to really like pull out that maybe you don't normally do a, a uh, like a devotional, pull that devotional out and help kickstart start that again. Um, another big thing that you could do is uh, to be filling your your heart and your soul through listening to worship music, listening to some really good podcasts and things like that, which just a shameless little plug. We have a resource page that has some of those things that you can go to on our website um, on the RMD website. And so I know Chris or Ryan is going to share a little more about that at the end, but, um, there are great, great ways, um, where sometimes just for myself, when I'm sitting in my office doing stuff that I just, I kick on a podcast and I don't catch every single word, but what I find is it, it just penetrates my mind. And if I start getting a little uneasy or anxious or worried or frustrated or whatever, that just going and hearing those really good uh, truths um, can be a huge help. Uh, another thing that 
that you can do is plan a training or a conference in this season. Um, just about every single year, I take a group of our leaders and students to the next conference in Minnesota. Um, and that's strategically placed there um, to accomplish what we're talking about, as well as, again, another shameless plug, our Youth Leader Weekend, which takes place in March. All right. So you might be coming at the towards the end of the winter doldrums. You're ready for spring, but that snow is just sticking around. Come to the Youth Leader Weekend. Bring your leaders to that. Find refreshment, recharge um, and those kind of things. And then the last thing I wanted to share with you is don't forget about your leaders. If, if uh, you may have heard the phrase, if there's a mist in the pulpit, there's a fog in the pew. And I relate this to that as well, um, which is if you're struggling a little bit with prioritizing your own personal growth, it, there's a fair chance, a fair bet that your leaders are struggling with it too. And so those, those trainings and conferences um, can be a huge aid to that, as well as if you find a great podcast, text your leaders, share that with them and encourage them that way. So with all that said, I, I pass it off to Ben. Awesome. Thanks, Harry. Yeah, so we started with setting goals and then uh, personal growth. And, and finally, we're going to end with kind of just refreshing your, your, your space, your physical space, and maybe even your calendar. Um, one idea is uh, usually at the beginning of the year, there's kind of a break or in around the Christmas time and the new year, it's kind of a new time. It's a good time maybe to to rearrange your room. You might not necessarily have a budget to do that, but just think outside of the box. We normally sit in chairs. What can we do to rearrange this space to give students a fresh look on the way in which your youth night operates? You can change things up, uh, go to a different room, turn the room around, do something like that. Uh, with that being said, you can invite your students in. It gives them ownership as Ryan was talking about, to allow them to be, take part in that, say, hey, what is something we could do here to kind of mix it up? What if we changed the, 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 the chairs like this? Or what if we removed the chairs? What if we did this? Allow them to, to take ownership and to be a part of that, and then they will buy in. I think that's uh, uh, pretty awesome. It helps the students feel connected and excited about the meeting space uh, during these months. I also just think about um, if I'm a student and if I'm going through the winter doldrums, if, if I'm just kind of trudging along or floating along through this time, if I have a future event that I'm anticipating and waiting for, it can be snow craze. Certainly there's a pitch. Snow craze is awesome. We want as many of our CMA youth to be coming out to that event. Certainly that's going to be an awesome weekend, but also in your own context, what is some kind of an anchor event that you can that you can put down? I'll just say for us, we've done in end of January, uh, our youth group, we do a broom ball night and I call it world famous broom ball night. It's like the annual event and we do it and we hit that hard and and we will and kids can anticipate those things. And if you lay those in, if you have a win on your calendar, by the way, don't feel like you can't reproduce that. Do it again the next year and just add it a little bit or change it. It'll be something that they will always anticipate and be excited for. And I think if they're going through the motions and just kind of a little low because of just the atmosphere and everything that's going on around them, to have that something to, to look forward to can really pull them uh, through that time. So anticipation of future events and activities can, can help. Um, 
And in the end, I would say this, like, you get to ask yourself your, this question, how can you leverage this time, this winter time where there are fewer activities that people are doing? How can you leverage that time for ministry? I'm, I'm, I would consider myself to be a f- pretty optimistic and positive outlook person. So I, 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 I look at something that can be perceived as a negative and say, how can I flip this on its head to be a ministry win? It's kind of like this saying, there's a, um, um, which is, uh, a child uh, is not a problem to be solved, but a person to be loved. In the same way, a season, you look at it and go, like, okay, I'm not saying to love the season, but how can I take something that can be difficult and turn it into some sort of net positive? What 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 can I do to 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 look to do that? Looking at it differently, so leverage uh, this time instead of seeing the winter times as an obstacle. How can you use it? to your advantage. And I'll just say this, like just a, this is overall for ministry period, but uh, in relationships with students, this is the time to build that. And one thing that you need to do is if there is no trust between you and your students or your leaders and your students, if there's no trust, there really is no beginning to that relationship. Build that trust. And then after that trust, if there's no fun in your youth environment, right, then there's no return right? And if there's no challenge, then there's no continuation. So you, you, you build trust, you make sure that there's some fun in there, okay? Because God can use that. He created that. Don't allow those older folks to tell you not to have fun because God can use a silly game to transform a kid's heart. Let that go. But then also you're going to challenge them spiritually, and that will continue help those ones who are going deeper to continue to grow. And that's awesome. So, uh, leverage your calendar, leverage your, the season to make a real impact in the lives of, of students. And uh, you can make the winter season as dark and brooding as it can kind of be, to be as a, a time when they're looking forward to. Um, so that's it. Thank you for listening to the Third Thursday Podcast. We hope you feel connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. You can find more resources at rmdcma.com slash youth. If this content was helpful for you, make sure to share it with a friend. See you next time.